You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another interesting episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. My name's Rob. And uh, feeling a little bit weird here. It's the first time we've ever done this. You realize that, right? In 1,300 plus shows. I know you and Haya are used to this format. But we'll make it work. Yeah, we will. And honestly, it's something new and it's something that we're trying to get done here as we enact our new 2021 strategy. So it'll be fun to do this virtually. Um, I would say, Rob, you know, uh, while you might be bummed that we're not together, obviously I'm bummed that we're not together, but I would I would argue I'm a little bit more bummed I can't race the race course right now. So hopefully that's not personal. Right there is a gate. <laughs> oh, I love it, honestly. No, Rob, I wish I was there with you, and this format is definitely different. Uh, but I think we've got an interesting question today regarding kind of the commercial viability of the Mavic Air 2. And I know you're going to read that here in a minute, but we did, before we get into this, we did recently do a show, or I think I wrote an article on the commercial viability of the Mavic Air 2. And that article was written on our website for essentially kind of the audience I'm used to writing to, which is really kind of the audience of our community, you know. And I want to make it really clear because when we talk about the answer today, we're going to bring up a whole new other side of the issue. And I think it's important to talk about when we're discussing solutions for the audience of our community, we're also talking about solutions that bring about scalable long-term success. We don't really want to provide answers for just the short-term instant solution. Here, here. Absolutely. So anyway, Rob, with that, I know that we've got this question. Um, and once again, I just want to say that while we are going to answer the question in kind of a different way today, that I just, again, want to really focus on the fact that when we try to answer something, we think of, well, how are we going to provide the best information to not only help an entrepreneur, but help an entrepreneur scale because Rob it seems like a lot of entrepreneurs you know they get into business they want to get into arbitrage maybe even maybe it's just an Amazon business maybe it's not even a drone business and they get in and they're excited because they think they're going to have all the freedom in the world they're not going to have any responsibility but they soon learn that uh, the reality of that only kicks in probably five years down the line you got to put a lot of hard work into it but to be truly successful you have to be scalable from the start. And so, I mean, don't, do you agree that this is kind of an issue that we see over and over again and why we try to address it in our answers? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the reasons why we are so emphatic about systems. It's all wrapped into that ability to scale. And I think your, even your example about Amazon, I think that once somebody gets into something like that, yes, they're excited. There's the schools out there and so forth that will teach people how to do that, right? But ultimately, you're going to probably need, um, you'll definitely need systems because you've got to be able to track uh, the products that you're going to sell, how they're doing, where they're selling to, all the same data that any business would want to track. So yeah, I mean, scalability without it, I, I mean, it's perfectly okay. I guess we could say this, Paul, it's perfectly okay to want what we would call a... Um, 
oh, what's what's the word I'm trying to think of? Where it's this a small kind of home based business, but there's a particular word. Bootstrap. No, not bootstrapped. It, but the bottom line is, it's okay to have a smaller business and be comfortable with that, right? Um, but in terms right. of a home based business, maybe. But in terms of yeah, no, that's not it either. <laughs> but it's my fault because I'm not remembering and asking you to remember what's in my mind. Not not fair. But it is okay to have that kind of business as well. But I think most of the folks that uh, that are out there that are listening and are participating in our podcast and community and so forth, yeah, they want to know how they're going to be able to scale and uh, sort of take things to the next level, if you will. And so that's always part of what we're trying to help people with, absolutely. No, I think that's definitely uh, important to understand that systems, these ha- you know, when we talk about, even in our teachings, we talk about habits and how we build routines. And that's how we can really make these complex niche workflows more manageable over time because they become easier over time. And that's really what we're looking to do because the, the premise with business is that the more business we take on, the more profit that we make. And, and that's not necessarily true because you still have to serve all of those clients. And unless you've got some sort of systems to autonomously take care of that, well, it becomes quite difficult in order to really be successful. I mean, can you really fill all those orders or do you shoot your business down because, well, you were unable to fulfill on your promises? So, which brings us to today's question. Uh, which is brought to you by our eight-week mapping class is actually incredibly, incredibly popular. Uh, it looks like a lot of people are very excited about the propensity to take our drone mapping boot camp, which is spread out over, what is it, eight weeks, Rob? Eight weeks, 16 sessions. That's correct. That is, And honestly, what we're doing is we're breaking down these sessions to make it easier to learn. It also provides us with an opportunity to kind of walk you through all the exercises as usual, but then you can do them again at home. That way you can really tell if you retained the lesson. We believe that breaking this down is going to make it easier to learn everything that you need to know in regards to drone mapping. So also we've got some, you know, partnerships that we're really kind of, kind of after this year, Rob. And I just got to say, I'm really excited about it. You know, uh, we're launching props this month. Really excited about that, that the PR release will be out on that really soon. You know, we're also talking to a couple of companies. I'm excited to be in the talks, you know, with FreeFly. I'm excited to be in the talks with Measure. I think that those are going to be two really powerful companies this year in 2021. But I also think this year it's going to bring a lot of, uh, how do I say this? A lot of strategizing. So ladies and gentlemen out there, don't forget to work on your business and work on those systems. But if you want to check out that class, go to our website, droneu.education and scroll down to our events page and you can see the eight week mapping bootcamp or you can click the link below in the show notes. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Here's the question. So unusually, or I should say, usually we obviously have a recording of the question in this case. This person did not get it recorded in time for us to actually want to get it answered, so I'm going to read it. And this person, Matthew, thank you for sending it in, number one, says, I have a DJI Mavic Air 2 and have seen and been told that I cannot and should not even bother trying to use it for business photos or videos. Only, I I like these these words are very uh, sort of concrete, right? Only using the Inspire 
or above should be a more realistic goal. Is this true? So let's take this on bit by bit. First and foremost, we did write an article that said the Mavic Air 2 is not commercially viable. And that article was really written to our audience of drone pilots who are taking on creative jobs, but they're also taking on technical jobs. So purchasing an aircraft and like that and adding it to their fleet is not really valuable. It doesn't really bring any value. And maybe I should make that more clear uh, in the article. That said, I do want to make it really clear that the opposite of that and the absolute that you shouldn't even use it no matter what. Oh man, I, you know, we could poke holes through that all day long, right? Because, Hell yeah. because Rob, let's be real here. I mean, you, no matter what drone you have, as long as you have your 107 and even if you have a mini two, if you're good at sales and you know how to deliver and make your clients feel valued, uh, you can, yeah, you can make money with your drone. Come on. Yeah, and you have the right application, right? I mean, you probably aren't going to go film for a movie with your Mavic Air 2, but you could take some images for a local business or, I don't know, I think of a mobile home park that's trying to get more business. You could shoot your Mavic Air 2 up there and get some great images of that mobile home park that they can then use in marketing materials, right? So. Yeah, I think who, again, there's probably at least some reference to things that Drone U has put out relative to the Mavic Air 2, and and that's fair. But beyond that, like you just said, uh, whatever you're being told beyond that, the whole cannot and should not, I say (laughs) bullcrap. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And here's another thing I'll say is that I would bet some decent amount of money that there's somebody out there doing it with a Mavic Air 2 as we speak. Right? A hundred percent. In fact, one of our most favorite critics online is flying one for real estate. So obviously people are using it for commercial purposes. Okay. So, but look, there's a, there is a valid argument here with the Inspire 2 because there's an argument that if you want to, you know, potentially bid on jobs for the movie industry, yeah, you're going to need an Inspire 2, if not even a larger drone, frankly. Oftentimes what I'm seeing is, You got to have a heavy lift drone for a heavy lift camera, heavy lift payload. But there are some productions, some lower level productions that are flying X7s and you can get jobs. uh, And I have myself and other people who are drone U members have as well uh, flying X7s. It's It's a great super 35 full frame camera. And the reason that someone is like, don't buy any other drone other than that is because that drone, while expensive, can probably serve more jobs than really a lot of other drones, especially on in the private sector, in the commercial sector. And I say that too, because really specifically, one reason productions love that camera is that you have that 2.44 over one aspect ratio. That's super wide aspect ratio. It's a very cinematic look, but you can also get raw video out of the camera. So uh, there's a significant amount of value. And I also want to update one other show that we talked about with the X7 because I even gave a talk slash class at the um, PIX40 user conference two years ago. And I pretty much presented 
science of utilizing the X7 for mapping. Well, the issue that we had with using the X7, the issue was it would come up with multiple blocks, which really crushes the ability to do 3D reconstruction. So uh, we now have fixed that issue. On Good showed us a way to do that. I've actually been showing it in the class. And if people are wondering how to use that better camera and not have the multiple block issue so that you can have super high resolution photos, you can edit those photos and make really, really lifelike models. So I understand the argument for the Inspire 2, but as, as far as negating the Mavic Air 2 for commercial purposes, Rob, I agree with you 100%. There are a lot of jobs out there that you can fulfill with the Mavic Air 2, but I also agree with you that it's probably low-hanging fruit. Yeah, which is okay. And the way that the question was phrased was that I absolutely should not use this for business photos and videos. And so because of the way that it was phrased in particular, I would say, no, absolutely. If you can find somebody that's going to hire you to do it and you feel confident in the images and videos you'll give them, go for it. A hundred percent. And I, I do have to say there's, um, you know, in the last few weeks, we've added almost a hundred members, uh, some, something like that, an increase, which is fantastic. But I have been noticing a lot of people coming into the community with Mavic Air 2s, asking questions about that. The other reason that I kind of said that, you know, it's really not good for commercial purposes is put yourself in the, in the shoes of a photographer, right? I really wouldn't even consider myself a photographer, even though, yeah, I've shot some beautiful images, right? But I still have a lot to learn when it comes to photography. And I think even the proof and the humility in the pudding is someone else taught our photography class. <laughs> but my, the reason I said what I said about the Mavic Air 2 is because you really don't have full camera control. You know, the Fly app really limits what you can do. And, you know, if you're used to the traditional Go 4 app or the Go app, things have changed so much. You kind of have to get reacquainted with utilizing the, the user interface. You're not going to be as snappy and as re reliable as you once were. And Rob, I wanted to also bring up something that I thought was really important, which is if you remember a long time ago when the Mavic 2 Pro and the Mavic 2 Zoom came out, I made the argument that you should probably never get the Mavic to zoom and then later realize that it's like one of my favorite drones to take out on the ranch. You can get really cool shots that are very, 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 very unique. And even Jake Levesque, who is a drone you member, he said, Paul, I love you, brother, but I got a, I got a bone to pick with you. And he's like, the zoom is way better for video. And again, the proof is in the pudding. Some of our best shots for the new props flight school stuff is all from Jake and his Mavic 2, oh yeah, Zoom. So <laughs> that said, I would still stick to my guns though today. If I had to pick between one of the two, I would yeah. stick with the Mavic 2 Pro simply because of color gamut. Now I bring this up because the Mavic Air 2 has a pretty solid color gamut. But again, but again, why step down when you can buy something that's, you know, not much more in price and gives you a whole lot more. So, you know, to, I think, well, go ahead, sorry. I'm sorry, I, and I think that's a really important point because we're kind of, there's a big gap there, right, between the Mavic Air 2 and the Inspire, the Inspire 2. And so there are some pretty solid drones in the middle of that, 
that uh, that you could do a lot with. A hundred percent. And I mean, like, I'm in the middle of writing an article right now regarding the Mini 2 commercial viability yeah. because it's absolutely insane what you can do with that thing. And it has the reliability and the remote control signal of essentially a Mavic 2 Pro or a Mavic Pro. Yeah. I mean, the reliability consistency that we're used to is now sub 259 grams and it makes traveling really easy. Oh, yeah. I, if I ever get to do that Europe trip, because we canceled it in, in May, <laughs> I'm taking one of those suckers with me, that's for sure. Yeah, and I wish, uh, I, I do wish that we had a little bit a better of a camera on that drone so that we could do some kind of mapping stuff with it, which is still yeah. possible. It's just not practical. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe maybe down the road, something like that will come out. Definitely, Rob. But I think we covered it here. And I uh, just want to say thank you for joining today, everyone. And sorry, it's a li- the timing is a little bit different than normal, obviously, because Rob and I, you know, aren't in the exact same room. But, you know, we're trying to provide you guys with content and ev- you guys, you girls with content and everyone, because honestly, we want to help. Which, by the way, quick little reminder uh, for members out there, we are doing that webinar. Uh, I believe it's Wednesday. So I think this will get out in time. And join us Wednesday. There was an email that went out and we're answering a bunch of questions that came in regarding the mapping class surprisingly, almost 200 people have already signed up for that. So make sure you get a spot because there's only so much that we can handle. So uh, make sure you grab a spot if you want to join that. Also, uh, we're going to be doing some interviews here about remote ID. We're also going to be covering the flying over people aspect. We're going to be covering the nighttime waivers. Uh, A lot of people argue that it's going to be a lot easier to do these things. Don't forget, we covered these things years ago of what we thought the FAA was going to come out with. It's not far off. So that being said, we're coming to you with more information, but stick with us because sometimes it's not about being first. It's about getting it right. So anyway, thanks, Rob, for joining me. My pleasure, as always. Uh, We'll be back together soon, I'm sure. Hopefully. All right. On that bombshell, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget to give us a review. We really do appreciate it. And I do want to say thank you for all the holiday support. The outreach this year was incredible. So thank you to everyone. Seriously, thank you. Absolutely. And please do subscribe if you haven't done so already. That's super helpful. Sounds good. And we will see you in another episode of Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.